Saturdays with Jenny. So now, joining us on the line to talk to us about his exhibition is Daniel Nordea. And he is, he has just brought out a beautiful book and he has got a fantastic exhibition on at the Everard Reed Gallery, which is almost directly opposite Kai FM. It's on Jellico. I'll give you the address uh, after we've finished chatting to him. Daniel, thanks very much indeed for joining us. Thank you so much. Now, Daniel, you did two walkabouts this week, plus the exhibition is up at the moment. What sort of a, a, a response have you had initially? From, you know, doing the walkabouts, I had a very uh, good response. It's for me, um, kind of a great privilege to, uh, you know, shown this uh, the Bovine Prophecy book on uh, book and also the exhibition uh, based on the Causa cattle on the shore of the Eastern Cape. And um, compiling this, uh, you know, this this body of work, critically selected works for uh, with about twenty three works. So again, this is extraordinary because I first met you on the night that Cyril Ramaphosa launched his book, and his book was full of photographs of his Ancole cattle, uh, which are spending a very very happy and cosseted life in in South Africa on his farm. And you took the you took all of the photographs, did you not? Yeah, you know, it was a it was a great honour for me working together with uh, the president and also capturing these these majestic longhorns, you know, the Ancoli cattle, and publishing the book uh, together with him. I spent about uh, more than half a year running around his farm, um, beautiful farm um, in Mapuanlanga, and uh, capturing uh, his his cattle. Um, previous before this book, I did sightings of the sacred of cattle in Uganda, Madagascar, and India. And, uh, you know, after doing this book, uh, Cattle of the Ages, with the president, uh, I thought I had to finish off, say, the last uh, body of work that is focused on cattle. And uh, so I did the divine prophecy that was uh, based on Gorza cattle on the shore. So, so I mean, the history of Gorza cattle is... is it's very sensitive, isn't it? Um, I mean, it almost destroyed all the people, and uh, and now, of course, they're back again. But these cattle, um, which are pure blood, I think, um, are just extraordinary. They are there on the beaches. Yes, yeah, you know, it's a very sensitive, um, uh, you know, story of of the killing of the cattle. But for mm. me, um, it's it's not about that. It's about the majesticness of this cattle that. Um, you know, lie on the shore and uh, await this uh, prophecy uh, to happen. Um, it's absolutely majestic, you know. And also, if you look at my previous works, Animal Farm and uh, Sightings of the Sacred, I, I, I portrayed animals uh, like such as the Afrikaners dogs from a taxonomical way, from a side profile, where uh, the causa cattle on the shore portraits were... Were, were, were photographed from right in front where you can actually see the background as the ocean far into the horizon. Um, and if you dim your eyes, uh, they form kind of a, a silhouette that was in the prophecy, uh, was told that the ancestors will bring new cattle from, from the sea. So I went to that uh, um, notion and um, portrayed them uh, where they uh, all also gaze uh, right into the lens, um, challenging the viewer. And they're quite intense, all of them. Uh, each of them carry a uh, certain presence, uh, characteristic. Uh, I think um, photographing cattle around the world, um, I explained my walkabout. I collected these archives where I uh, could 
select and, and say, listen, this is how I portray this cow. And I captured a sense of um, uh, a certain presence, a unique presence. Uh, may it be wholly feminine uh, or more masculine and more aggressive and very testosterone, a lot of power captured. Um, I had these ways of going um, and approaching the Bovine Prophecy um, Project and saying, okay, I I want this uh, cow to be more feminine, feminine um, very holy looking, uh, um, calm and graceful. And so um, each portrait was uh, specifically selected. So you have these um, uh, different uh, animal uh, characteristics, uh, cattle characteristics uh, portrayed in, in the series. And they allowed you to come quite close to them. <laughs> I must say, um, you know, I mean, after photographing cattle uh, since 2010, uh, I had to find my way around kind of reading them. And uh, as I spot the herds, you know, the um, wild coast is kind of a difficult place sometimes to to drive and also to walk and hike. Uh, when I see a, a herd from a distance, I uh, have usually a certain way of how I approach them where I would lie down between them on the sand. Uh, and they realize that, you know, I am no trouble for them. So they accept me in their presence. And then after a while, I start taking portraits of them, yes. And and how long does it take? I mean, there is a picture of you actually photographing one of the, I think it's a female, yes. cows um, on the beach yes. and um, and she's she's lying down. And yeah, she just, you know, it's a beautiful photograph. You know, it, it's, it's when everything works together, it's unbelievable. You know, um, I did it in four or five clips. Uh, I completed the project. And always there on, on one trip, you, everything works together. The car works together, the light works together, um, the ocean at the back, uh, there's always movement of the tides and the waves coming in and out. So I, there's a lot of stuff I concentrate on at that moment. But to go back to answer your question, indeed, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very nice when things work together. Um, it's quite special where you have this reciprocal moment between me, the animal, and the landscape. Mm. Uh, it becomes truly unique. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm sure that there's international interest in this as well because it, it just is extraordinary, these, <laughs> these cattle, you know, on a, on a wild beach. And uh, and also the history, of course, of yeah. of Corsa cattle. Um, yeah, and and also to add to that, um, you know, it's it's uh, I really uh, critically approach projects. Um, you'll see there are different types of variety of portraits, but there are four landscapes that kind of uh, bind this uh, body of work together. And each landscape is specifically selected to play a big role, you know, in this uh, in this series. Um, I'm very much influenced by a painter called Samuel Daniel that did watercolors in the 1800 in Southern Africa. And you can actually uh, see on, on, on Everard Reed's uh, website, there is a, a small video I did where you can actually see how I, it's more, it looks really similar to his landscape paintings. Um, and, and there was also a great encounter of a uh, this marvelous, majestic-looking ox. You know, I, I went um, on the internet and I typed "call the cattle" for a reason after the second trip, and I saw this unbelievable amateur photograph of this unbelievable-looking ox. And I checked on it, and it took me to Facebook. And long story short, I I, I contacted a lady that I didn't know, and I said, "Listen, where did you find this unbelievable, um, amazing-looking ox?" And she didn't reply. Two weeks later. You know, I sent another message 
And then she said, no, oh, she did a walk, but only four years ago. And she didn't ask me again, so I got a bit frustrated. And I screenshot uh, on Google Earth every beach uh, on the World Coast, Gosh. numbering them from 1 to 20. And I said, which beach? And she said, beach number four. So I drove to beach number four. It took me two days. And then on the third day, I saw this white dot uh, in the bush, and I found him. You know, it was... Uh, it was marvelous, you know. It took me about two hours to get him on the beach, but uh, you know that was that few of these projects, you know, exploration and discovery. I've been saying that I think that this would be a wonderful exhibition to take your children to. First of all, it's at the Everard Reed. So the Everard Reed, you enter it, you go downhill, but your journey down to the rooms where the exhibition actually is, is full of interesting little sideways and little outside rooms. And I mean, it's a beautiful gallery. It really is. And and then to to teach them without them even knowing that they're being taught. Um, a little bit about the history of um, Gaza cattle. Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, it's a, it's a very, um, I mean, it's a, it's, it's an unbelievable gallery for me. Very proud to be represented by them, and indeed, there's so many other works to look at as well. I mean, taking your children there, the prints are, are the larger prints are about 160 by 160 centimeters. That's huge. It might be a size of your kid, you know. Mm. <laughs> so all the prints are done in Germany and uh, uh, in Düsseldorf with uh, uh, world-class labs. So the quality of the works are really extraordinary. You can even see a small fly on one of the bulls' eyes. So the detail is very entertaining, I would say. So just give us one thing before we have to draw this conversation to a close. Just one thing that you, you think that parents with their children, not tiny, tiny children, but slightly older, would would get something out of which painting? I would say if if you look at the exhibition uh, altogether, it's 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 the wild coast is untamed. Uh, it's a coast that a lot of people don't know. I think the Eastern Cape is unexplored. So any children with a family can go there. And they can look and actually how South Africa looks on the wild coast. There's, there's, a, there's a landscape of a kraal that is a profound architectural masterpiece, mm. uh, really deeply rooted in the tradition of the Kosa culture and people. And these cattle belong to the Kosa people, the Kosa landscapes. You know, this is part of our history. It's a part of our country. It's a part of our culture. Mm. So it's, it's, it's fruitful for any person to go out and not to go and to, to, to look and to buy, but to learn, to, to see, to observe, to see what there is in South Africa and the beauty and the color, because mm-hmm. it all color works. They can see what we have and be proud um, of what we have, you know. Well, listen, I think it sounds wonderful. As you know, we weren't able to meet, um, but, uh, but I've been thinking about it and I've been looking at the, at the pictures and they look, as I would expect, absolutely magnificent. So I'm sure this is going to go incredibly well. Have you sold anything, by the way? Yes, already, even before it opens. I'm very thankful. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure that's another conversation. So, Daniel Nodier, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much indeed. It's called The Bovine Prophecy, and uh, and it's at the Everard Reed Gallery, so it's just off Jan Smuts, and it's at 6 Jellico, uh, 6 Jellico Avenue, I think it is, uh, yes. in Rosebank. And the galleries open Monday to Friday from 9 to 4, Saturday like today. I mean, you can pop in now. It's open from 9 to oh, 11. Well, we're running out of time, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and it's on and also, until the 1st of May. 
and my book, the signed copies of my book, that's only 300 copies printed that you can also buy. All right. Thanks very much indeed. And I hope it goes really well for you, Daniel. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Eh? That's uh, Daniel Nordea. So do go along to the Everard Reed Gallery. And I'd love you to let me know what your experiences are, if it's the first time you've been to the gallery, but what your kids are thinking of the work. Because you can just sit there, you know, they're, they're sort of not chairs, but they're sort of benches and you can sit on them and, you know, go through things and talk. Saturdays with Jenny every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.